Welcome back to the podcast, and thanks for joining me. Many of us are still working to comprehend the implications of the new solution to the Zodiac's 340 symbol cipher, which was finally solved by computer programmers Sam Blake, Jarl von Eicke, and David Aranchak of ZodiacKillerCiphers.com. After 51 years of confusion and false solutions, these three men have made a stunning accomplishment by cracking a cipher that many people thought would never be solved. Many people believe that the cipher wasn't a real cipher at all, that it was just created to distract and confound anyone who tried to solve it. And some people still refuse to accept the new solution, usually because they claim that they have solved the cipher to find some information linking the cipher to their pet suspect. I've seen some of these people online, in the comments section on Reddit or YouTube or Facebook or Twitter, the people who refuse to accept the fact that they are wrong. They're very desperate, clinging to their beliefs, unwilling to accept the solution because it doesn't suit their purposes. I have received many emails and messages from people who claim that David Aranchak, Sam Blake, and Jarl von Eicke are just wrong. Of course, they never have any coherent evidence or argument to support their claims, but they just know that the solution they don't like is just wrong, period. They don't accept the conclusion of the FBI that the new solution is correct, and they believe that they know more about this stuff than the FBI experts anyway. Obviously, we knew this would happen. More often than not, the people who are convinced that they have identified the Zodiac aren't usually leading a reality-based life in the first place, so they're not willing to accept the facts which contradict their beliefs. I was also influenced by the fact that Dave Aranchak believed the solution was valid. Knowing Dave, I didn't believe that he would even contact me to say the cipher had been solved if he wasn't convinced by solid evidence. The message seemed authentic, and the methods used to decipher the hidden text seemed fairly straightforward. Unlike other proposed solutions, the new solution did not require too many steps or convoluted decryptions to accomplish its final message. The new solution did not provide any definitive answers or any clues which could possibly lead to the killer's identity. Instead, the newly discovered message only raised more questions about the Zodiac. Does the way the cipher was constructed indicate that the Zodiac had any special knowledge or training in codes? Not necessarily. The construction of the 340 cipher may indicate that the Zodiac tried to make this message difficult to solve, and that he used encryption techniques beyond the simple substitution methods used in the previous cipher. He may have obtained this knowledge by reading about ciphers and code breaking, but the cipher itself does not indicate any evidence of special training. Instead, the mistakes made by the Zodiac could indicate that he was not an expert in constructing ciphers of that complexity. No one knows for sure, but at the very least, I feel that this cipher solution indicates that the Zodiac perceived himself as some sort of codemaster, and that he may have overestimated his own brilliance. I want to read some posts from Mike Morford's forum at ZodiacKillerSite.com. A user named Random Thought wrote, the fact that the first one 
was solved almost instantly. The second one took 50 years and technology that didn't exist at the time. Suggests to me he didn't know much about ciphers at all. Basically, he was using techniques out of a book, tried something, was disappointed at how easy it was, and then massively overcompensated because he didn't have enough knowledge to correctly gauge difficulty. From way underdone to way overdone. If he'd had more knowledge, rather than just picking stuff out of a book, he would have known the 340 was basically not solvable at the time and would have toned it down a bit. An enlightening response was posted by Brax Sisko, well known in the online world of Zodiac ciphers as Glurk. He wrote, He meant to make it harder, but not decades later kind of harder. It was more a lack of knowledge than some genius-level understanding that made it so hard to solve. It's actually really easy to make up a cipher, and intentionally or unintentionally make it very hard or impossible to solve. Homophonic ciphers on their own can be difficult as it is, and combined with some crazy transposition, and Zodiac had errors, you can make a real mess. This is also why I believe that the people who are trying to find another solution, or a message inside a message, etc., are totally on the wrong track. Plus, the mathematics of it, and Shannon's law of entropy, all but assure that the solution that has been found is the one and only correct solution. Even if you could put multiple message in a cipher like the 340, and it's mathematically impossible, really, I don't think Zodiac had the knowledge to even attempt that. There have been some comments on the recent 340 solution being convoluted, etc. I want to share my thoughts about why I believe this is so. Let's say that in constructing the 340, Zodiac, number one, wrote out a message with some misspellings. Number two, broke it up into three parts or blocks. Number three, Transpose the first block, 17 by 9, according to a mathematical scheme. Number 4. Added a short phrase into and transposed the second block, according to the same scheme, with an encoding error. Number 5. Left the last block untransposed, but reversed some words. Number 6. Put the whole thing back into one 17 by 20 block. Number seven, created a homophonic substitution cipher from that. A fairly complicated process, but that is basically what I believe he did. What would someone have to do to decipher that result? Number one, figure out the substitution key. Number two, determine that the message was created in three blocks. Isolate them and treat each one separately. Number three, untranspose each block according to whatever scheme gave readable text. Number four, put it all back together in one message and number five, success. Again, somewhat complex, but absolutely necessary every single step to undo what Zodiac did in creating the message. The major breakthrough and the success here is the recovery of 340 characters of readable, plain English text, something no one else has been able to do 
for the last 51 years. This explanation makes sense for many reasons. The fact that a clear message appeared after the proper steps of decryption was a strong indication that the solution was valid. But this clear message also revealed information which strongly indicated a correlation between that message and previous Zodiac communications. As noted, the killer may have intended that this cipher was more difficult to solve, but the contents of this message indicate that the Zodiac may have expected this message would be solved within a relatively short period of time. The deciphered text stated, That wasn't me on the TV show, an obvious reference to the appearance of the Zodiac imposter Sam on a Bay Area TV talk show in October 1969. The cipher was mailed shortly after the imposter episode, and the deciphered text clearly expected anyone reading the solution to understand the reference to this incident. The Zodiac may have been disappointed when months passed, then years, but no one was able to crack the cipher to discover his denial. All of these factors combined to enhance the credibility of the solution. Some people have asked whether the methods used to crack the 340 cipher could be used to solve the other two unsolved Zodiac ciphers. Both of these ciphers are very short, and therefore more difficult to solve. Codebreakers often unlock a cipher's decryption method by recognizing patterns in the construction of the cipher, which can help identify frequently used letters of the alphabet, common letter pairings, and other information. These features are easier to identify in ciphers constructed with a large number of symbols, but a shorter cipher provides fewer opportunities to find repeating patterns or symbol combinations. The 408 symbol cipher revealed some information about the Zodiac's methods, and codebreakers may learn more about the Zodiac's thought process and his decryption techniques by studying the construction of the 340 cipher. That knowledge may help someone finally crack the Zodiac's remaining unsolved ciphers. The so-called Mount Diablo code was sent along with a map of the San Francisco Bay Area with a crossed circle drawn over Mount Diablo. The 32-symbol cipher was constructed in two lines with characters similar to those used in the previous ciphers. The killer claimed that this cipher concerned radians and inches along the radians. A radian is an angle valued between 57 and 58 degrees, defined as an angle subtended by an arc of a circle equal in length to the radius of a circle. The radian is a common unit of measurement in higher mathematics, and the term radian is a contraction of the words radius angle. The Zodiac suggested that the map and the code would help authorities locate a bomb. In order to locate a bomb, it would be necessary to study the map and determine where to look for such a device. To identify that location using the code and radians, geometric angles may be applied to the map and its geography. The Zodiac's instructions indicated that the cipher would therefore contain some information about geometry and or geography. Mathematical information could prove more difficult to encrypt and decrypt, but the Zodiac 
may have developed his hidden message to compensate for that problem. The killer may have been misleading authorities in an effort to misdirect the investigation or waste manpower and resources searching for a bomb which did not exist. But the possibility remains that the Zodiac was telling the truth when he stated that the deciphered message could reveal the location of an explosive device. The other unsolved cipher was sent in April 1970 with a clue that read, My name is, an indication that this cipher contained the Zodiac's identity. The 13-symbol cipher has been the subject of debate for decades, and many people believe that their solutions revealed the names of their chosen suspects. Due to the limited number of symbols, this cipher may be more difficult to solve. And, more importantly, codebreakers may discover what appears to be a solution, but efforts to confirm that solution may be impossible. A cipher constructed with more symbols will provide more opportunities to confirm the substitution key, because the longer messages will read incoherent text which will be easy to recognize and confirm throughout the cipher. However, a cipher with fewer symbols will not provide sufficient opportunities to confirm the substitution because the shorter messages will not include enough text to consistently recognize and confirm a solution. As a result, many people may claim that they have solved this cipher by finding some variation of a suspect's name consisting of 13 characters but no one will be able to demonstrate that particular solution to be the only valid solution. I have doubts that the Zodiac ever really put his name in a cipher, and I also doubt that he would reveal any information which could help anyone discover his identity. But I would love to be proved wrong. Is the Mount Diablo Code an actual clue that would lead to the discovery of a hidden bomb? I doubt it. But it's possible that I'm wrong, and the killer sent that cipher more than 50 years ago in the belief that authorities would crack the cipher within a short period of time and quickly discover his device. Instead, the cipher remained unsolved, and he may have removed the device after some time had passed, or the bomb may still be rotting in the ground somewhere, waiting to be discovered when someone finally cracks the cipher. Who knows what the Zodiac was thinking? I tend to believe that the cipher and map may yield different kinds of clues, which may reveal some information about the Zodiac's crimes and motives. I believe that the killer may have been telling the truth when he said that radians were the key to unlocking the cipher and map clues. But the map and cipher could just be nonsense to send authorities running in circles. Maybe I'll be lucky enough to learn the answer in my lifetime. David Aranchak and other codebreakers will undoubtedly continue to examine the Zodiac's remaining unsolved ciphers. Their success in solving the Zodiac's 340 cipher gives hope that someone may crack those ciphers and may discover some actual answers in this decades-long unsolved mystery. Like many of you, I read The New Solution 
and I immediately believed I recognized the voice of the Zodiac in those words. It was like opening a time capsule, which had been sealed for five decades. Reading the new solution was one of the most bizarre and amazing moments of my life. I have to admit, it was a bit frightening, simply because these were the words of a killer. The repeated talk about slaves in the afterlife is again disturbing, for many reasons. If he really believed this, it could indicate that he may have been out of touch with reality. Instead of the cold and calculated killer imagined by some, he may have lived in a fantasy and had difficulties maintaining his grasp on the real world. If he didn't believe all this, then his ramblings about slaves appear to be an attempt at misdirection, trying to make everyone think he was nuts. But we're still left to wonder why he viewed this ongoing theme as so important. He referenced slaves several times throughout his communications. Was there some other meaning or implied message there? Who knows? If he really believed that his victims would serve him in eternity, that raises new questions about some of the previous psychological profiles and how that information might influence how we perceive some suspects. While we were waiting for the public announcement about the new solution to the 340 cipher, I contacted my friend, John Knight, the actor who portrays the Zodiac for this podcast. He recorded several readings of the new solution to the 340 cipher, and hearing the Zodiac's words spoken out loud was also very disturbing. John and I found it difficult to believe that the killer was sincere about collecting slaves for his afterlife. It seemed more likely that the Zodiac was a cynical con man trying to mislead readers into believing that he was a deluded madman. Maybe he thought this portrait of himself as lost in a rich fantasy life would misdirect investigators away from suspects who matched his true profile. But the Zodiac consistently referred to this theme, and we have to acknowledge the possibility that he may have been motivated by such beliefs. If the Zodiac actually believed what he wrote, then his words reveal a sad reality about his state of mind and the motives which led to the deaths of several innocent people just to satisfy a man's innermost fantasies. I hope you are having lots of fun in trying to catch me. That wasn't me on the TV show. Which brings up a point about me. I am not afraid of the gas chamber because it will send me to paradise all the sooner. Because I now have enough slaves to work for me where everyone else has nothing when they reach paradise. So they are afraid of death. I am not afraid because I know that my new life will be an easy one in paradise death.